First and foremost, I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we, myself, and my guests record today's podcast. I extend respect and gratitude to the elders past, present, and emerging of those nations, and to all Aboriginal peoples listening today. Always was, always will be. Yes, Queen! This is my first episode back for season three. I've had a very long break. I went through lockdown and all that jazz, but today we are joined by Jojo Zaho. Oh, Miss Jojo, if you're nasty or if you have $25 on a six-pack of nuggets, you can call her whatever you want. But let's get straight into this episode. Hi. Also, it's gone up to $65 cigarettes keeps climbing. <laughs> well, we need to update your freaking, freaking, freaking um, <laughs> bio. Um, I just literally stole that from your bio that I've had for a very long time. But hey, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, of course, of course. Um, well, that sounded like very high tech, whatever just went down there. Was it your phone? That was my phone. Oh, I love that. Let's put that on vibrate. <laughs> You'll probably hear my phone vibrate as well. And just so you know, <laughs> we don't edit any of this out, so it's even better. Um, yeah. You can tell that we don't try and make it sound like Jojo has not been nice because she is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. Well, let's get straight into it. Um, obviously, everyone knows who you are, but tell everyone your pronouns, where you're based, and then I guess a little bit about yourself and how you've come to be where you are today. Oh, so my name is Jojo Zaho. In drag, my pronouns are she, her, just because it's easier for everyone. Um, Out of drag, it's he, him. But to be honest, I get both all the time and I'm not really phased. So you can use any of those pronouns on me. And I live in Newcastle, living on a local country. Yeah, so we're both based here, which is amazing, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I like Newcastle. It's it's big enough, but it's well spread out. Like Sydney's just down the road. We're surrounded by beaches. You've got the mountains up the road. And then like the airport's just there so we can get out as quickly as we need to if we have to. <laughs> I've never thought about it like that, but yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah. I love that. Um, so you started drag back... Way back when, way back, way back, way back when. When was it? 2015. 2015, back in Dub Vegas. <laughs> go, go, go. That's, um, that's where we actually sorry. met for the first time. And that, our drag, yeah. our drag personas were not even thought of then. <laughs> no. I mean, I was still in the closet, so <laughs> it definitely wasn't thought of uh, before then. Um, but yeah, Dub Vegas. And then... It was a political statement, yeah, because of... Yeah. Um, you did the first march, which I love that they had a march back then, um, which is non-existent anymore. <laughs> no, no. Um, I don't really know all the ins or the T's from that one, but, yeah, sadly they don't have the um, the Pride March, Central West Pride March anymore. Yeah. And I guess, like, I started drag in 2017, and that's when I think everything changed for you, right? Because I remember we did a bingo fundraiser to try and get you some funds i guess um we did because i was poor <laughs> um still am yeah, I was about to say um, still <laughs> yeah i mean you know i make a bit more money now but my bills are also a lot higher now yeah um but yeah so uh 2017 i did miss first nation which is the 
which was the inauguration of the um, all Indigenous uh, drag pageant, formerly known as what was it formerly known as? Um, it was Miss Galaxy. Yeah, because um, Pasha, Pash, no Passion, yeah. Passion Chua won it. Yeah, um, yeah, she was the, the last, last one? one to win it, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think Arts competed in it once or twice too. But, yeah, so Miscellaneous and Marzipan bought that pageant and then made it a, a full First Nation pageant. Yeah, and that was in yeah. Darwin. That was. Darwin hits different. Yeah, and that's. <laughs> yeah, I could not imagine doing it in the heat up there. But then you like, also. If you watch the documentary Black Divas yeah. and it's, uh, I think it was talent. I mean, this awful mixed match of colors um i think it was like a pantsuit or something i don't know oh, and i was doing like stand-up comedy but you can see my eyebrows like unsticking from the glue because it was just that humid oh <laughs> yeah looking like oscar the grouch made residence on my forehead yum love that <laughs> <laughs> um which is like and then i guess you're just being <clears throat> Oh, beautiful. Classic. I was waiting if that was going to make it into a podcast or not. Um, and then, Why not? <laughs> of course. Um, what was I going to say now? I'm so sidetracked by your burp. Oh, Broken Heel Festival. Um, yeah. That's probably like a big part of your drag career and drag family, I guess, because your drag mother runs it. Yeah. So, um it's kind of like a, a big part of my calendar year because even though it only it's like a, a three-day festival, but I'm usually there for about four days. Um, we also do a lot of content with Mardi Gras. So it takes up time at the start of the year, the middle of the year, and then there's all the preparation for the festival each year. So yeah, I guess it is a kind of a big part of my, my yearly calendar. Um, but I love it. Like it's, it was one of those. So I look at, at, you know, Central West Pride March kind of being my initial platform and then and then Miss First Nations and Black Divas kind of launching me further and then the Broken Hill Festival picking me up through their um, Indigenous Mentorship Program as another amazing platform. And, yeah. And now you're she got just, a little bit polished. And now you're a Grand Ambassador. She is. Oh, she fuck. is the first First Nation Grand Ambassador for the Broken Hill Festival. Which is amazing. If people don't know where that is, it's actually in Broken Hill in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah, because it's a uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert kind of tribute festival that takes place at the Palace Hotel every year. And the Palace Hotel is the hotel from Priscilla where they've got like all those beautiful wall art, um, artwork and, and the ceiling and everything. Yeah. And if you haven't seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert... Please. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Please stop listening and go. Who hurt that. you? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's one of my favourite movies. And then I guess more recently, everyone and your 20,000 million trillion followers um, would have seen you on RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Yeah. That, that I did that. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> you did one um, episode, Del. <laughs> 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 um, how was that experience? Um. It was insane. It the whole process was insane. Yeah. Like I can't get into too much details of how it all started, but like the initial contacts and the secrecy, and then like in the back of my mind, I'm like, is it? No, surely not. Why would they be contacting me? I'm like, but it is. It has to be. It can't be anything else. And then all of a sudden, like the offer is is in my hand, and I'm reading it, 
and um, understanding like basically none of the contracts. <laughs> um, but it's just like seeing it in writing, like Drag Race Down Under, it's just like, wow. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. I've got, I've got this to make, I've got this to make, I've got this to make, I've got like this amount of time to do it in, I've got to be in quarantine for two weeks, so I've got to make sure that I've got stuff to do in there so I don't go on camera crazy. Um, absolutely insane, but I loved it. I'm glad. And like, obviously we didn't get to see much of you and I feel like that's... No. Uh, that's Trina main keeping keen, eh? Yeah. And I guess that's because <laughs> that's annoyed a lot of people out there. Um so would you do it again? Would you be a um, I think on one hand I would. I would do it again just to to prove to myself and to everyone that, you know, I can last more than one episode. <laughs> but at the same time, part of me is like, well, I had my chance. It'd be nice to let another First Nation queen have her chance. Yeah. Um because then it gives the world a much broader idea of what Indigenous drag identity is for each person because I can't represent everyone. Oh, no, 100%. Um, yeah. But how cool would it be if they, there was more than just one? <laughs> oh, absolutely. More, that would be amazing. I yeah. mean, if I was to walk into the workroom and Chocolate Box was there, I'd walk back out. I think, um, I think I'm not surviving would. against her in a lip sync. <laughs> so like of I so I was in Miss First Nations in 2018, 2019. And then Chocky Box did 2019 and I flew down to Melbourne to judge that. And like I can hold resting bitch face cuz let's face it, I'm a bitch. Um Yeah. And when she came on that stage, I was like, nah. This bitch face has like left the building. Like her performance was stunning. So I would probably do the exact yeah. same thing if um she walked into the walk room, the work room. Yeah, sorry. and see, my thing was my thing. The thing that got me was her talent because it was a song playing that you can't lip sync because technically during the talent part of a pageant for a drag queen, lip syncing is just a staple. It's not a talent. Yeah. So when she was performing a, a song in all these different shoes, but not lip syncing the lyrics, I was like, how do you do that? Like, how can you not lip sync? Everything we're taught, you get on stage, the music plays, you lip sync. Yeah. And she did it without lip syncing. I was like, bitch. Yeah, that is a talent. Oh, mm. bitch. Um, before we get into the next topic, I'm just going to play a little, um, little ad for our peeps. We'll be back in a, just a second. Get those cookies. Have you checked out? Alive. Not dead yet. yet. You can check us out on whatever you're listening to oh. this on. Mate, it's not hard. Use the search bar. You're not a complete idiot. I'm Timbalina. I'm Pasha Bolka. And we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, you would have heard, you would have heard, you would have heard JoJo halfway through that. I'd just be like, all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> just realizing what it is. Um, but I was like, "What is this?" Like it started. I'm like, "Is she getting monetized from Bunny?" <laughs> I wish, but if anyone does want to sponsor me, let me know. Um, no, that's mm-hmm. just me promoting another podcast that I've just started up. Um, oh, how exciting! Yes, it's very exciting. You may have to come on. And talk. Tell us about it. Oh, it's um, <laughs> <laughs> we just 
Pasha Bolker and I talk shit on another podcast. <laughs> it's less serious than this one, I guess, because this one's more yeah. interview like. Um, but we are going to a serious serious topic now. It is NADOC week here in Australia. Yes. And obviously being Indigenous, um, I'd love to get your thoughts about NADOC week and the theme this year, which is Heal Country. And I saw you on SBS this week with um, Big Mob Big Mob Brecky, where you almost ate your wig several times. I'm pretty sure at one point I did eat it. Yeah. Um, that was fun. The wind wasn't that bad. It was freezing. Like I'd woken up at 3am and it was six degrees. Oh. And for some reason, six degrees this year is hitting different. Like I can feel it in my core. And so I got to the location we were filming and it was seven degrees. So it was still just as cold. Oh. And like I had it up and everything and I can, it was freezing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you wear a lot of layers in drag. Like, a lot of underneath layers. Shit, I wear pads on my calves. <laughs> yeah, so. So, oh, jeez, girl, you're like getting 90% old. Like 90% of my body is covered. <laughs> you're getting old, feeling that cold. Um, mm. So, like, NADOC week, what does it mean to you? And what does the theme this year, how does that um, work with you and so, mean so to you? So, for me, I've always kind of viewed NADOC week as a celebration of culture. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's always a lot of community events on. <clears throat> like, there's always a lot of community events on, and, you know, it's always good to see the crowd full of both Indigenous and non-Indigenous. But for me, it's just a massive celebration of culture. Kind of, I don't really know what I could compare it to, but, like, it goes for a week, and it's just everything spread out. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, and I love the theme this year, like, Heal Country, because, you know, everyone, we're all kind of <clears throat> hurting in some sort of way. And um, especially with the pandemic, the country's definitely taken its its toll, um, both economically, financially, like everyone's mental health and everything. So I think it's it's overall a good message to uh, to, to focus on, on, on the healing aspect. Yeah. <coughs> I guess that's the thing is like, it's not, I think I love what you touched on. It's not just Indigenous people that we see. We we see everybody there. And I think one of the biggest things that you see online is like, can I go to any NADOC week celebrations? It's like, yes, it is for yeah. everybody. It's how you show your support. Um, buy from Indigenous artists. Um, support Indigenous artists. Follow, share, like um, all the Indigenous businesses during NADOC week as well. But we should be celebrating yeah. us always, I say. So um, make sure you do go out and support any events that are happening if it's covid safe of course um this <laughs> i was about to say make sure it's covid friendly yeah i know here in newcastle or what we call country we have pushed all of our stuff back to is it september um it's either september or november i think it is september yeah, yeah. i think it's I'm pretty sure it is yeah so they've pushed all their stuff back but they've been doing a lot I of think stuff it's online just before newcastle pride oh that's smart that's really smart um so i think it's like I think it's like NADOC week and then I think it's like four weeks, the following four weeks, I think that's um, Newcastle Pride. Okay. I mean, yeah. that works. Even if it was part of Newcastle Pride, it doesn't matter. Like NADOC week no. needs to happen so we can get out there and celebrate. No, exactly. And intersectionality exists. So Yes, it does very strongly. Um, so I think that's – is there anything else you want to say about NADOC week and what people – should do or I think anything the like only, that? I think the only thing I was going to touch on was like exactly what you said. Like 
I do see a lot of comments as well, like, can we go? Like, where do we go? Like, look up your local lands council and go to their calendar and events and you'll see what kind of stuff they've got going on. Um, and if you don't know what land you're on, just Google, just Google it. It's, you can put it in the most dumbest, simplest way. Like, what Indigenous land am I on? Like, it can be that. And yeah, you just type in your suburb and it should tell you. There's and then you type, in, you type in that the country that you're on followed by land council and it'll take you straight there. Yeah. Um, but no, like come to the events cause it's not so much the, the events aren't specifically just for the indigenous community. It's also there to educate the non-indigenous community, like come to the events, listen to our stories, share in our culture cause it's beautiful. Yeah. Agree. Um, if you ever get to see a welcome to country, um, they're the most amazing things to be a part of. Um, Don't be afraid of the smoke. Yeah. Embrace it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's there to cleanse you. Yeah. So, and which it comes back to that um, healing country, um, heal country. So, um, yeah. Get out and support if you are in a COVID safe area. If not, educate yourself online. There's so many resources out there. Um, you could just go to oh, NADOC, like NADOC.com org.au there's heaps of resource resources there as well um and i believe they've got some um links to events that are happening around australia as well um yeah they, they definitely would yeah so getting to that but that was my serious thing that i wanted to chat to you about um well this next section i think you're going to really really like um so let's get into that let's do it All right, this is my favorite part of this thing. So I'm going to start doing all of this going forward, really. So it's just like a quick question. So whatever um, comes to mind for Jojo first, um, you... Can you swear on your podcast? Oh, yeah, it's not radio. You can swear. <laughs> you can <Jeez>. fucking swear. <laughs> um, I love that you just said the F word, but on my end, it cut out. <laughs> wow. Are you still getting controlled by somebody? <laughs> Look, I did sign my life away. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. All right, let's get straight into it. Let's do it. Is cereal soup? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, great. <laughs> How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? A hundred and twenty-five. And a half. <laughs> Perfect. That half. If animals could talk, which could which would be the rudest? Cats. Oh, yes. I mean, I love cats, but you know they're bougie. Yeah. What's invisible but you wish people could see? <laughs> Farts. <laughs> that is great. What's the weirdest <laughs> smell you've ever smelled? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um... The weirdest smell I've ever smelled. Um, um, oh, what is it? It's, it's, um, oh, it's, um. Blue cheese? <laughs> no, it's that mushroom thing. Um, truffle. Truffle. Oh, Rubs. really? I love truffle. Um, what Mini is. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? 
something that everyone looks stupid doing. I mean, apart from voting liberal, I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? I love it. Oh, toilet paper over or under? Like, go on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love that you've done that. No, it's like when it's hanging on the wall or like in its little slot, is it hanging oh, over right. or un- over? Yeah, totally. It's like a hotel. Yeah. Um, they'll do it under to piss people off. Yeah. Oh, that would piss me off. I would turn it around. Where is the yeah. strangest place you've urinated? <laughs> off the balcony at the Yamaru. <laughs> If you don't know what the Emeru is, it's a place in Dubbo. I feel like we've all done that. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, all right. If you if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Nut juice. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> what movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical? Um, greatly improved if it was made into a musical. Oh. Um. Pardon me. <laughs> Love this. Hannibal Rising. Oh. Like the Hannibal Lecter series? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just seeing that in my head right now being a music would be hilarious. Um, yeah. All right. A couple more. Like a whole a whole five-minute ballad about eating cheeks. <laughs> so fucked. Um, but love <laughs> it. All right. Last meal on death row. Last meal on death row. Um, it would be, I'm basic as shit. It'd be Domino's cheesy uh, garlic pizza with three lots of added seasoned chicken, two lots of added red onion, ham, and um, extra garlic sauce. Okay, that doesn't sound like a pizza anymore. Um, you've been <laughs> <laughs> you've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with it? What would I do with an elephant I can't give away or sell? I mean... I'd name it Jeff and feed it peanuts. Love it. Um, <laughs> if you um, if you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? Um, a dildo. Oh, no, that's a human need. So I'd get sex. Um, it's the deserted <laughs> island, though. Yeah. You know, I t- I'm staying with the dildo. Let's lock in the dildo. Dildo locked in. <laughs> locked in. And um, a jacuzzi. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> um, yeah. And the last one, if you, could, if you could compare yourself with an, any animal, which would it be and why? Um, if I could compare myself to any animal, which would it be and why? <laughs> Probably a deer because I have bad habits of freezing in fuck situations. <laughs> Like a deer in the headlights. Oh, that like there'll be moments where we'll be like going through a roundabout and someone will cut us off and I'll just be like <laughs> frozen, just bracing for impact. Um, that has probably been the funnest answer I've ever had for that question. So <laughs> not mad, not mad about it at all. Um, well, that's it for me. Thank you so much for joining me on Yes, No, Queen. thank you for having me. And I'm sure we'll catch up really soon. But let's get straight into these outros. Thank you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to another Timber Production podcast. This has been Yas Queen, hosted by me, Timberlina. 
and we'll be back next week or whenever we can be bothered to record another episode. But make sure you subscribe, like, and leave reviews wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. Bye.